It's here, it's here. Come on, come on. Just open it already. Yes! Salutations. Salutations is just a fancy way of saying hello. So hello to everybody, and welcome to the episode number 13 of the Boys With Their Toys podcast. And don't you see this hat? I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. Just kidding, I'm Nate. And to my right is... Chubbs. And to my left is... Mike. And like I just said, we are the Boys With Their Toys, and this is our podcast, and this is number... Thirteen. What did you quote that hat? Uh, Toy Story. Is it, oh yeah, uh, that's right. Part. Don't you this hat? <laughs> did you get it? I misses Nesbit. Oh yeah, I remember. It's like, oh, thank you. I needed that. Oh, uh, that's like my favorite. I always quote that shit so randomly. Like some little kid came through my line one time and he had a like a the shark, like a rubber shark, and it looked like the shark from Toy Story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, have you seen Toy Story, kid? The kid's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, and the shark pops up and he's like, look, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> the kid just looked at me and I was like, oh, "All right, I guess you don't get it." All right. Is that when you realized your impression how old you was were? that bad? Yeah, no, you just didn't know. I was like, "You're too young. You don't understand this." It was a slept-on joke, but luckily, there, my my person helped me out. That my bagger got it and she laughed, and I was like, "Thank you for understanding." She felt bad, probably, but <laughs> it was perfect. And yeah, another time, my who know who Mrs. Nesbitt was. So I guess my Toy Story knowledge is just too far. And, and good for people to understand. Oh, it sounded really familiar, I was like, and I just couldn't remember. For some reason, while I was thinking like a fucking Doctor Seuss. I thought it was Shakespeare. What, Mrs. Nesbitt? <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Nesbitt, let down your hair, <laughs> let down your arm. Can you give me a hand, Buzz? Buzz in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very funny. Get up here. Anyways, all right. Enough of Toy Story talk. I love Toy Story. Wait, enough Toy Story on the Boys with the Toys podcast? Yeah, well, but, I feel but like... one time we talk about toys on the cast. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just too it's too cliche to talk about Toy Story. Anyways, so yeah, let's just get into our weeks. Uh, how was your week, Justin? Great. That's it. Yep. All right, Mike. <laughs> how was your week? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, celebrated my sister's graduation. Congrats. Which, yeah, so it was cool. Um, had a lot of tacos. Oh, Still yeah. having more tacos. Mm-hmm. So that that happened. Um, I don't know. I had a good weekend. Uh, it was a lot of fun playing against Cards Against, Human- Cards Against Humanity with y'all. I know it was Justin's first time playing. What did you think of the game? I won. I was, I was like five minutes in and I beat you guys. <laughs> you lost. I won twice. You lost. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was pretty much my week. Uh, what about yours, Nate? That was great. Uh, same thing. Spent time with your sister for her graduation. Good for her. She did what she's supposed to do in life. Graduate high school. And uh, we saw The Conjuring too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah we, we did that. Didn't even talk about. We didn't review it. Yeah, we didn't because Mike did not want to review it. I was tired. <laughs> He's a little bitch. But, he was too uh, scared. Well, no, not only that, I didn't know we were gonna. We didn't even. I don't want to talk about it, guys. It's so scary. I mean, we can do a quick one right now. It was good, guys. It actually was. It was really good. It had moments where it scared the shit out of me, and there was moments where it built suspense. And I was happy when I found when they said it was based on a true story, and then I was sad when I found out that it wasn't really true. But overall, it was a good movie. Spoiler alerts. Nate, you said you saw it twice? What the fuck? Yeah, I saw oh, it yeah, twice. I saw that. Who with who? With? Don't worry about it. Whoa. It's on Facebook. It's on Facebook. Because you know how Facebook has those movies? Uh, really? You saw a whole movie on Facebook? Yeah, you can do it. They, I, I, I know that you could. I just think, didn't think uh, you would. I had nothing else to do. Oh, wow. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. I liked it. Second time, like I said, uh, was scarier. I got, I got scared at more parts than I did the first time. Like, I knew they were coming, but I just forgot what exact moments they were coming. So when it happened, I was like, oh, shit. Maybe jump a little bit. And the film style, the way it was filmed is really good. I uh, just noticing James Wan, he's killed it. He's directing, uh, no, Aquaman, right? Aquaman. Yeah. yeah, so I have more confidence in him now after observing more of the directing techniques that he used. Yeah. 
how visually stunning it is. Yeah, like he just knows how to hold a camera. Yeah, it's really good. And uh, I saw this picture on Instagram, and it was like the lighting company that helped, like the lighting with the movie. And they had like a bus behind the scenes look, and it was them sitting at the table at the very beginning when they were about to go into uh-huh. Amityville. And just the set lights they had on it was really crazy. And just the way it looked, I was like, dang, a lot of stuff went into this movie, and it was really good. It made a lot of money, too. Yeah, and it like, was one of the first movies I saw get higher ratings more into the release. Like when it first started off on Rotten Tomatoes, it had like a 60%, and then throughout the weekend it rise to like a 75%. I was like, damn. Damn. So I guess people really liked it. So, Conjuring 3 coming soon. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe. Well, actually, yeah, there's like, he said that there's lots of stories that they can do, but he's probably not going to direct it, he said, because he has other obligations, which, like you said, Aquaman. Aquaman. Which, which is good, though, because then it'll probably be like, because had he kept doing more movies like that, then it would have been like another paranormal activity, where the first couple, yeah, they were good, well, but I mean, then it gets... We have per- some stuff to talk with. about in the news section to surprise you guys, I guess. We'll get to that in the news section in a little bit. Oh. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's enough of that. My actual weeks. Uh, speaking of Toy Story from earlier, how was your guys' good toy hunting? Good toy hunting. Here we go. Let's get into it. Do you like apples? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like apples. Why? I just got a new toy. How do you like them apples? All right. So let's start it off with me because y'all already know what I got. Day 67. Still got jack shit. I ain't got shit. I went, actually, this time, I went to Toys R Us and to Target and Walmart, and they didn't have shit. They had nothing. Nothing interesting at all. Same Black Series, same fucking Marvel Legends. I don't understand what the deal is. I just, I'm just striking out lately. It's okay. I don't know if that's just striking out or we just literally have not gotten anything yet. It's just you. Okay, well then. (laughs) Let's get into not me then. Justin, how was your hunting? So, I, like you guys said earlier, we pretty much spent, like, the past few days together with Sierra's graduation. So, that Sunday, I'm like, shit, I gotta do some toy hunting because I haven't hunted all week. I went to Target, and I found a Jingle Fet from the Black Series. And that one's been pretty hard to find. Have you guys seen that in the wild at all? I've seen it once, and I, I didn't pick it up just because I was like, oh, that's cool, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, when I took it to the register, like, it didn't ring up. So the guy had to ask me, like, oh, how much is this? And then me, uh, <laughs> I put on my best lying face, nine ninety nine. Oh, did you really? Yeah, did I you? did. Oh, wow. And he rang it up for 10 bucks. That's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Mike, you were there with me before when it uh, happened with the Halo figure, too. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, when me and Justin, when we went, like, on this really bomb-ass hunting trip when you weren't there, you were at work. That never happens. But, yeah, we hit up, like, we hit up, like, five or six different stores and his, those are a halo figure that wasn't scanning up so the lady looked at him and she goes yeah how much was it and justin actually told her the truth i know I, was... I fucked up it was the first first time <laughs> so i don't know i think i guess i'm gonna start going to target for my shit yeah i so... feel like they're like me because when i'm ringing stuff up and nothing rings up they just tell me a price i'm like okay whatever you say that's what it is now fuck it i can tell the guy didn't know jack shit about toys he looked like some hot guy like that only cares about girls or whatever <laughs> Like, you don't know what these toys are worth. I'm going to fuck you so good. If it was Axe Body Spray, he'd know the exact price. <laughs> what would you do if, like, if that happens again and then, like, you give them a wrong price and they call you out? And, like, nope. It's well, actually this You would price. just say, oh, well, I just thought it was this price. I'm sorry. That's all you could do. <laughs> but I also um, um, went to Best Buy. I picked up the Steelbook 410 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, nice. And I know we all like that movie. It to me before the podcast. It's actually really nice. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I'm just excited for the feature commentary. It's going to have J.J. Abrams and the director, Dan Trachtenberg. They're going to be talking about it. If any movie has commentary, I'll pick it up just because I want to hear that shit. And that's pretty much all I got. I'll pass it to Mike Stin. Um, I found a lot of shit. Didn't buy shit. But... 
Um, I think I might just cave and buy my Ivanus on Amazon. I found it for fifteen bucks. Fifteen? Yeah. It's no. I found fake. I I found it. It's gonna be a cardboard cutout. (sighs) I hope not. No, well, I I don't. It's gonna be Ivan Sploosh. Oh god. (laughs) Is that a purple? He's white. Yeah. Well, I saw one on Amazon for 15 and I saw another one for 25 so the 25 one did look more believable because of the price, but then I was like, damn, what if I really get it for 15 bucks? So, I don't know. I'm still, like, on the fence about it because I do want to go out and find it in the wild, but I, I might just cave and buy it online. Uh, I saw a Black Mana Pop figure earlier today. Uh, I didn't buy it, but I did see the, um, the icons, the DC icons. I saw the Harley Quinn. I saw... Uh, Superman, I saw Aquaman, and then I saw someone else. I can't remember her name. Superman, Atomica? Yeah, that one. Um, I saw them. They look really nice. I like the detail in the artwork that they put in them, and I can see like where the shoulders, uh, or not the shoulders, where all the joints bend. And you can tell it's like a really, they put a lot of work into it, so I'm going to probably pick one up tomorrow when that direct deposit goes through. Yeah, that's part of the toy news, but you said some of it, so I mean, yeah, that's cool. Let's oh, keep talking about it. My bad, yeah, but... It's just, uh, okay, let's segue into toy news, so toy news, this is our toy news section. Alright, so yeah, that Boo! Was, <laughs> Boo! That was the first bit of uh, toy news, was the DC icons are hitting comic shops now, it was, like Mike said, Harley, Aquaman, Atomica, and Superman, and like I said before, icons figures are really good. Uh, they're like my favorite. They just they just need better uh, heroes, which they're finally getting. But the way they're going with them are really nice. I think they're on par with Marvel Legends, maybe even a little better, <laughs> no. because the body's molds of them are a lot skinnier, which I like more than like the bulky ones, and they uh, pose a lot more. But yeah, like I said, I saw the Harley. That's the one probably I pick up just because it has a classic costume. It looks really nice. Did uh-huh. you see them, Justin? Um, yeah, I saw them, but I disagree with everything you're saying about icons. They're- cool trash well you're trash so why don't you like them they're just five inches they're too, too small they don't scale with anything and their heads don't turn that well they're just not that good <laughs> and i actually have one so you got you don't even have you've never even touched one before but you like marvel legends because you just you're a marvel fanboy well i'm not saying it's better i'm just saying icons is trash you're trash anyway so yeah let's uh, move away from that because i'm gonna fight justin right now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and speaking of fighting, Batman vs. Superman had some more pops revealed for San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. They have the False God Superman. Did you guys... Oh, you did see this. What did you guys think about this one? It was pretty cool. I like the red in the middle. Did you like it, Mike? I mean, I'm not really big into pops, so I mean, I can appreciate it for like what, how it looks, but I don't know. What was the price on it? Today? Probably just regular. Oh, it's at San Diego, so it might be an exclusive for a little bit. Right? Yeah. Yeah, wait on it. Yeah. So then also they announced the exclusive San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Green Goblin with the Glider Pop, Powerpuff Girls, and Scott Pilgrim. And we all looked at these. Oh, also White Suit Deadpool, Duck Dodgers. All these pops are going to be, I guess they're unveiling them finally for San Diego Comic-Con and they're going to be exclusive there. I'm assuming eventually they'll come and be on shelves, but for now they're just exclusive to San Diego Comic-Con. What did you guys think of these? What was your favorite ones? I would say just the Green Goblin because you can't find the regular Green Goblin, the, uh, what's it called? Walgreens exclusive. So, like, you can't find that anywhere, so might as well go for this one. It already comes with the glider, so that's pretty cool. I saw that Green Goblin at uh, Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah, I saw that one. It was it was pricey. It was pricey as shit when I saw it. I was just thinking, I was like, God damn, but like Justin said, if it's going to buy one, if, if you're going to buy one, get one with the glider because it comes with the glider. It looks like the coolest one. But um, I'm looking for those. My girlfriend's already bugging me about getting the, um, the Powerpuff Girls ones because after she saw the release, she's going to... Um, she wants to pick them up, 
But the one, did you see the uh, Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump pop figures? <laughs> oh, those are so great. Those are the ones that I actually want to get. Are they real? No, they're real. Yeah, they're uh, Hillary Clinton got one. Uh, Bernie Sanders, um, uh, Donald Trump, and then who was the other dude that? Yeah, I think he got one too. <laughs> so yeah, if you Google so them, they they have one, and they're all like you know American flag, red, white, and blue, patriotic, uh-huh. and all that, and they like wearing their suits. But I just think it's so cool. But I wanted a pop figure of Bernie Sanders where it's the him running meme. Oh yeah, I wanted that to be a thing. <laughs> That's how you get all these nerds to go vote. Like if you go vote for this person, yeah, they'll give you a pop, pop. <laughs> and they'll want to try to vote for everyone. Like no, you can only vote for one. A voting booth exclusive pop. <laughs> oh, That's okay. dope. Who'd you vote for? This is the pop you get. I would want a Trump pop. <laughs> Just because? Yeah. He's the most interesting. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, so that's those pops. And then also, Dragon Ball Z got some pops, and they're in stock right now at Fugitive Toys. And it's Gohan, Trunks, Bulma, Goku, and the Flying Nimbus with Krillin and Majin Buu. Did you like them? Did you see them? Goku looked pretty dope. Yeah, I saw them. I, I want Goku on the Nimbus, and I definitely want Buu and Gohan. So those are the ones I'm going to be looking out for. I might end up collecting the whole set, but... Those three, if I see them, I'm for sure going to pick them up. No love for Krillin? I do. I want Krillin. Krillin's yeah, good. he looks sick. Yeah, I like it because he looks... His body is already a fucking pop. Just like the <laughs> ac- actual size. <laughs> yeah, so just like the way he looks was sick. Krillin's always been one of my favorite uh, characters on Dragon Ball Z, Loki, besides Vegeta. Just because like he doesn't get much love. But if you think about it, he's the strongest human on Earth. Oh, like, that is true. Like He's like... All the other ones aren't human, right? Yeah, so, like, Krillin's the strongest human, so if you fuck with him, he's gonna kill you. That's dope. Oh, no, Mr. Saiyan's pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> I know it isn't much, but here. <laughs> he's so good. He's great. Uh, and then also, there is a PX Preview's exclusive Dark Knight Returns pops that are up for pre-order now. And these ones look super sick. I'm digging the old man, uh, Bruce Wayne, out of the suit, but helmet shine. Our face uh-huh. showing inside of the suit. Actually, oh, that's yeah. the one I didn't want. What? Out of the whole set, yeah. I want that Joker the one. That Joker. Joker one looks sick. Oh, yeah, the Joker. I have to... I'm getting back into Pops, guys. I'm oh, gonna no. Try. <laughs> oh, no. Just for this small time to get these because these look too sick. Or are you going to get the Batman Imposter ones, too? Um, no. No. What? These ones look way better than those. But the Scarecrow Batman, though. I don't care about him. You're a wow. bitch. So, wait, what else? So, it's just... It's the white suit, Joker, and then the suit, Batman. Uh-huh. He has a blue suit and a black suit. Yeah. And then he has unmasked, and then he also has the armored version of him. And yeah, Carrie Kelly. And what else? Joker. Was There's it Carrie Kelly confirmed? It looked like artwork to me. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure, though. They just don't have a pit, an actual picture yet, but I'm pretty sure it's coming up. Dope. And these are on previews exclusive? PX previews? Yeah, PX previews. So, like, they released, like, the new 52 um, Superman and Batman and Aquaman, all those. So, I'm pretty sure you can find these at, like, local comic shops. I'm pretty sure they'll pick them up. But they're probably gonna fly, like, hotcakes off the shelves. I just want the armored Batman and the Joker. That's yeah, all I want. Those are really nice. Those are probably, yeah. I think just, yeah, with just Dragon Ball Z pops and then these Dark Knight Returns ones, I might pick up a few pops up. I usually don't pick up pops, but, yeah, a lot of these designs that they've been coming out with lately are killing it. And just seeing how crazy people go for them, like, it's getting me a little excited to be... These are the ones that are coming out. Ones. Yeah, those are sick, especially the fucking... That's my favorite. I don't know why you don't like the unmasked dark suit or armor suit Batman. Man, I just like the the helmet on better for uh, some reason. Alright, so moving away from Pops, we have Kotobukiya Spider-Man line is being announced, or was announced. And so Kotobukiya is the ones known for doing their statues, like they did the uh, DC ones, like they had a Green Lantern, they had a Red Hood... Robin, pretty much the whole Bat family, and they're very like nice statues at like affordable prices, like forty to fifty bucks, and they're really shiny, and the molds on them are really nice. 
But yeah, they're doing a Spider-Man line. So in the picture they showed, it has a... I think it was Spider-Man 2099, regular Spider-Man. Miles Morales, Miles, Flash Thompson. Spider-Gwen, I think. Yep. Spider-Gwen. Uh, I think Silk was in there? Probably, yeah. No, it, was, it wasn't Silk because it was... Uh, it was Spider-Gwen posing weird. The one behind it, I couldn't tell who it was. It was like a weird, like, purple... I think it might be um, the Cosmic Spider. Um, I think that's what it is. But the ones that I am definitely picking up for sure is Flash Thompson and Venom. And maybe Gwen. But I, uh, I saw the Miles one. That one looked dope. I want the Miles and the regular Spider-Man. And... Wait, did they show the, the Miles one? Yeah, it's in there. Well, they didn't... They, they, I don't think they've shown the actual statue. The only actual statue I've seen is the Spider-Man one. But, like, they show the picture of what, what poses they're going to be in. Like, they showed the art for it. It looks pretty dope. Um, but, yeah, I'm getting back into statues, too, cause, too guys. I know I left stat- <laughs> the statue game for a while. But I'm going to return briefly just to pick these up. Yeah, you just collect all the old stuff they used to collect. Yeah, pretty much. The purple one, that's Carnage, I think, in the background. Is it Carnage? Yeah, it's Carnage. Oh, shit, yeah. it is Carnage. So, okay, yeah. I was looking at it weird. Okay, I'm picking that one up, too. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, I like Korobukia. I just wish they, you know weren't statues but i mean that's their thing or statues i just like being able to pose things and move them around but me being a miles fanboy i'll most likely pick up the miles one just because miles is my favorite and we can all you know get together and complete a collection because we'll all get one of you know the well, ones well no i'm getting miles too well, two no, miles <laughs> two miles one for inbox and one for out of box yeah I'm and then one just in case so three miles <laughs> yeah this is nice yeah, that's the collector mentality <laughs> i'm definitely gonna pick up the symbiotes just because i'm a huge symbiote fan but I might get the Gwen. I might get twenty ninety nine just because the way that he's posed looks pretty dope. Um, I don't know. Maybe I might get the whole set. That's expensive, it's man. It's expensive as shit, but it's, I might get it within like the next two years. I'm saying that, but then I did get the whole Justice League at one point. I ended up selling them all off, so it can be done. <laughs> and then almost got it sold back to you at Comic-Con. I know! <laughs> okay, so people, I sold my stuff to the collector's market, and then the, that collector's market had a booth at Phoenix Comic-Con. I'm walking around Comic-Con, I'm like, hey, I've had this statue. And I turned the box around, I'm like, this is my statue. The initials are on it. <laughs> uh, uh, I put JM right here. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like They tried to sell it for, like, hella marked up. <laughs> like, when they bought it for me, they gave me, like breadcrumbs for it and they're trying to make bank off of it i'm sure no one bought it someone probably bought it you hope Shit. someone bought it <laughs> all right damn it and uh, last bit of toy news coming to us directly from chain 180 himself from toy migos uh revoltech just announced their deadpool and this thing looks pretty dope for being a fucking deadpool figure what'd you think of this mike i'm definitely going to buy it i love how you can change almost everything on the suit. You can change the mask. You can change the eyes. You can change out his weapons. You can change out his swords. You can change out his hands. You can change out his feet. You can change out his clothes. You can change out his underwear. I'm so happy about for this toy. Um, I can't wait for it to drop. And you said it was a six inch. Six inch, yes. That's not bad. What do you think, Justin? Meh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Sorry, Cheney. You know you're the man, the myth, the legend. But just not feeling this one. Sorry, guys. You a hater. I, I don't like Deadpool, but this figure is pretty nice. Like Mike said, you can change out a lot of stuff on this. And the eye thing, that's really cool that uh, you can change his eyes. You pull out like his actual eyeballs and you put in new eyes. And, like They have like hard eyes ones and there's like a mean eye look one. It's pretty cool. That's sick. They're doing the same thing with the uh, Deadpool hot toy, too. Yeah. Like you can tra- trade the eyes out. Ooh, but that's the hot toy and that thing's going to be crazy. I know. Yeah, I don't know how much this is going to run. I don't even know how much typically Revolt Tech things run. What do you think? 60? 60? What do you think? Oh, that's not bad. Uh, Probably anywhere from like the 60 to $80 range. I, would I, you buy it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. So would you buy the, the, what was it, the NECA one that we talked about last week? I mean, if I were to only choose one, I would choose this one and not the NECA one, but... 
I guess you're not a real fan then. I don't know. Maybe. I'd get the NECA before this one. Why? I just, I, well, I love NECA. They're my boyfriend. <laughs> After, didn't you say they fucked up like two of your toys though? Um, well, no, they released like the same toy. It was still a great toy, <laughs> but they released it the same, the same thing and I still bought it, you know, because they're my boyfriend. I'm going to buy it no matter what. Take it raw for them any night that they wanted to. God. Yeah. He's waiting at home. They come home drunk from work. <laughs> they bend him over. Get over here. You gonna give me that. Well, that got fucking dark. <laughs> yes, well, like, that's okay, true. Okay, I'll give it to you. I love you. You're my boyfriend. Mm. Yeah. He's there, and then and then Vol- Revolt Tech comes in like you need to leave him. You need to, he's gonna hurt you more. And Justin's like, no, I can't help it. Dick love, game two bomb. I love Mega too much. Oh man, it's my fault. I shouldn't have talked about it. That's just went up a tangent. This is really bad. Oh uh, god. Okay, let's move away from that. <laughs> this dark. dark actual story of Justin's life. Uh, anyway, so yeah, let's move away from our lives and get into someone else's lives with the featured photographer. Okay. Alright, so this week Justin's gonna bring him, so I'll let Justin announce him. Justin, you do your thing. Hey everyone. So go to <laughs> <laughs> you like that. <laughs> uh, go to Instagrams and pull up to- at Toy Relic. T-O-Y-R-E-L-I-C. And you know that this guy's good because I showed this guy to Nate. And Nate's here saying, this isn't even toy photography. These are screenshots from video games. And then we got him to look closer. He's like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, that's actual toy photography. So it just says um, so much about his work. I love all of his dioramas that he's using. And he's putting his toys in there. And just the way he um, puts his scenery, he makes every... Most of his pictures look kind of like dark with like shadows and smoke in the background. And the way he's using his lighting, he uses not that much of it. It shows you just enough. And I'm just a big fan of all of his um, figures. It's mostly like horror and just like eerie. It it makes you... His pictures give you like a feeling. It makes you feel some type of way. Um, How does it make you guys feel? It makes me feel like it wasn't real at first. But that's mainly due to his dioramas, like you just said. His dioramas are really, like, accurate to the games that he's putting him in. Like, a bunch of the Halo ones. That's the one that really confused me, because it's... I think it's Doomsday in the background, hunting after Master Chief. And it just really looks like a fucking video game. Just the way he has it angled, and the diorama, the way it's lit. Super nice. But yeah, the way he uses his lighting and and shadows, that's kind of how I take my pictures, with, like, very shadowy and then low light. And I think it gives it, like, way more of a dramatic effect, and I really do dig the way he's using them. And, yeah, that's just my main thing was, like, I was surprised by, like, how it looks like a game and not toy photography, which is nice to do. Because you blur that line between real life and video games, and it just mixes all together, and it looks really nice. What do yeah. you think, Mike? Uh, I love how he crosses over the DC and the... Actually, I just love how he crosses his, his Spartans over with everything, with DC and Marvel. I just saw... Um, one of his Spartans looked like Green Lantern, and the other one, he looks like the Flash. But the one that really caught my eye the most is this one right here, where it one of the Spartans is like Daredevil, and the other one's the Punisher. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they were fighting in an, in an alley. That looks pretty cool. And then, but another one that really caught my eye, which I'm a huge fan of, as you guys heard earlier, I'm a huge fan of the symbiotes. And I saw this really, really sick Venom picture that he did. And I just appreciate his lighting. Uh, I appreciate... The toys that he used, and like you guys said, like it doesn't. It looked like he got it from somewhere else, but when you break it down and look at it, like this is just shows how amazing his toy photography is. 
Yeah, and I really, you were speaking about appreciating, I appreciate the fact that he even posts, like, behind-the-scenes stuff on how his pictures actually look and how he's taking them. Like, you see the different dioramas that he's using. I'm not sure if he's custom-making these or if he, like, buys these off of someone, but all of these are just amazing, and they definitely help all of his photography. Do you guys have any favorite pictures that you like, uh, Nate? Uh, I just want to talk about how you said the dioramas. Yeah, the, the behind the scenes. If you hadn't said that, that's the only reason I knew they weren't fake photos because he shows us behind the scene ones. But uh, yeah, as far as my favorite picture goes, it's probably the one that I was saying that looks the most like a game where Doomsday is like coming around the corner and Master Chief is just ducking hiding. Just the way it looks and, and the way it's lit really does look like a fucking video game. It's really nice. And some of the best use of like digital effects. Like I don't think a lot of it's practical. But, like, usually when I see someone put digital effects, I could tell, and like, oh, they just kind of added that into Photoshop. Here, he kind of does it seamlessly, and he makes it look a part of the atmosphere. It doesn't look like it's forced in there. Do you guys have any uh, final thoughts before I shout him out? Uh, he's from Arizona, so that's always nice. So what? shout out to you, homie, for being from Arizona, because we are from Arizona as well. He's doing the smart thing. He's not going outside to take his pictures. <laughs> all inside, making it as dark as possible. Yeah. Any last things, Mike? Um... Yeah, this is amazing, amazing work. Uh, my favorite one that I found is the where he made his Spartans look like Deadpool and um, Deathstroke. Oh, those are pretty dope. Yeah, so that's my favorite one right now. I definitely love his work. I love his style. Uh, I am now a huge fan, and I'm going to follow him on all of our pages. Oh, I just followed him right now. So, yeah, make sure you guys definitely do us a favor by following him, doing him a favor. Um, so, again, it's Toy Relic on Instagram, T-O-Y-R-E. L-I-C. Sick name, by the way. Um, so, yeah. And uh, follow him and like his pictures. Let him know that we sent you. And just, um, yeah, tell him how dope he is because he is. Sweet. And from there, I'll take it and we'll move into our next segment, The Trailer Park. And, yes, this week we actually do have a Trailer Park segment. So let's get into it. Woo-wee! Yeah, I got a couple of trailers. I can show them to you now, but it's going to cost you one blowjob. Alright, so, we uh, got some trailers this week, and probably the biggest trailer that came out this week was the Moana trailer, the new Disney animated movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What did y'all think? Oh, uh, I like how, I thought it, right off the bat you can tell it's going to be a comedy, but I love how right when they show that that uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be voice acting... Right away, his character does the eyebrow. Yeah, the people's eyebrow. Yeah, I was like, oh so my weird. god. <laughs> I just love how they worked that, that little thing into it. But uh, it looks pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll look forward to watching it. Justin? Have you guys noticed that um, The Rock is trying to get fat in all of his pictures lately? No. <laughs> like the Central Intelligence one with uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's young. Fat, he's yeah, and then this one, he's fat. And I like uh, how the, like all of the tattoos on the character. I think The Rock has those same tattoos, or at least some of them. Oh yeah, I'm sure they try to like fit them in there. So that was pretty cool. And yeah, Nate, what did you think about it? Uh, this is really nice. And you know, I'm part Hawaiian, so seeing like a movie finally based in Hawaii is really cool. And Moana. Yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> you're everything. You're Filipino, Mexican. I don't yeah, know what you Hawaiian, are. That's it. That's you you make, your face makes me really uncomfortable. Oh well, I'm sorry. It does that to people. <laughs> sorry, I'm not better looking. <laughs> <laughs> you say that's all your first dates. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not. What's it? Better looking. <laughs> oh, it's from what the fuck's it from? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. Oh, it's from Fifty First Dates. He's like, sorry, I'm not better looking. 
but uh, yeah. So yeah, it's nice to see that Hawaiian get some loves. But yeah, Moana, she's probably the prettiest Disney princess so far. I'm gonna call her princess because most likely she's gonna be, and she looks super thick. But yeah, I really do. Isn't like, she young? I don't know. She looks nice in the cartoon though. Man, you're gonna feel super weird when she's like ten. No, but the actress who's playing her is really pretty. And I mean, she's so is Pocahontas. So there you go. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that Hawaii's getting okay. some. Oh yeah, she's yeah, pretty, but pretty, uh. Pretty yeah, so it's cool. So I guess The Rock is playing, like, literal Maui, so the island of Maui. So it's going to be pretty much that's who he is, I guess. But he's going to have powers in it, too, because, like, at one point he turns into an owl and, like, flies away. Yeah, I'm getting, like, a genie vibe from him, sort of. Oh, yeah. that's going to be awesome. And, um, like, I'm glad Hawaii's getting some love. We haven't really had any Hawaii love since Lilo and Stitch, really. Oh, the demigod, that's what it is, because he said it in the demigod. But, yeah, like, we haven't really heard anything from since Lilo and Stitch, which was already one of my favorite Disney movies, too. So just Hawaii is, like, getting a lot of love, <laughs> like, with Pokemon, the sun, and Oh, and yeah. Like, Goana, like, Hawaii is, like, becoming a really nice set piece for, for movies and, and games. And then I, Are You the One is in Hawaii? <laughs> we started watching Are You the One on <laughs> MTV. Sorry, guys. We watch those shows. Hawaii's been heavy on the mind. <laughs> and also, I just like the fact that pretty much a lot of the um, 3D Disney, Disney movies, they're putting in some sort of aspect of 2D in there. Like, the way the trailer starts off, it's, like, it's 2D animation going into 3D. Like, there's people out there saying, oh, 2D animation, like, that's kind of fading away. It's kind of dead. So I'm glad that they're still kind of keeping it there, trying to keep it alive for, like, the younger audience. Because a lot of younger people aren't familiar. They just see the 3D stuff. They aren't, haven't seen a lot of the 2D stuff. So I really appreciated that also. Yeah, it looks really nice. And, of course, it's going to probably be, like, the next biggest thing for Disney, which is nice. And uh, what was the last thing Disney did? Was it not um, everything? Star Wars? No, no, no. Like Disney, like was it Frozen or no? No, um, Inside Out. Inside. Finding Dory. No, no, no. Oh. Disney, Disney, Disney. Not um, Pixar. Fro- uh, oh, Zootopia. Zootopia was it Zootopia. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, coming off Zootopia, and that was amazing. That was my favorite like animated movie in a really long time. I feel like this is gonna be like just as good. Yeah, and Zootopia is actually it's my favorite movie of this year so far. Yeah, it's super. I forgot to pick it up. It came out last week. I should have picked it up. I didn't. But yeah, it's, so just coming off of that high flying uh, success, I feel like Moana is gonna just like keep that going. And Disney just kills it with fucking whatever they do. Usually, it's like I say, they can't fuck up. Every month they have a big movie coming out. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> They're fucking rolling in the dough. Oh, that fucking tragedy, though, at Disney World. Uh, <laughs> the alligator ate uh, a little boy. <laughs> Damn. God. That's so crazy. That's at Disney World. I have the happiest place on Earth. No longer. Yeah. Damn. That's Florida for you, though. <laughs> Damn. All right, yeah. So, I guess dragons and alligators kind of mix, right? So, getting into the... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to the next uh, trailer that's up. They have scales, I think. Pete's, Pete's Dragon. All right, the live-action movie got its trailer. And uh, what did you guys think about this? I don't get it. That you're not supposed to. That big ass dragon was so fat. Okay, Mike has a dog named Lily, and it was just walking around the house right now. Lily could barely walk, and this dragon was the size of Lily, well, and he's fucking flying in the air with his little ass wings. That's, that's what, what it looks, looks like. like. It's, I don't get it's it. Based off of the old Disney movie, <laughs> but how? It was like live action mixed with the 2D animation Pete's Dragon. But yeah, so he's supposed to be a fat dragon. <laughs> That's all Jessica could think about. <laughs> Doing the whole preview was just fat dragon. Oh, Carl Urban, though. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool to see him getting some uh, shine, not being dread. What did you think of it, Mike? Well, I watched a different trailer than you guys. Oh, yeah, so. right. I forgot. He- <laughs> <laughs> we all watched the trailers together. Like, we tried to sync them up, and, like, we all pit play. And Mike's watching a different fucking trailer than me and Nate. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's watching the old original Peace Dragon movie trailer. He's like, this is really 
old guys. The thing get... is, he refused to change it to the the one, the correct one. He kept I watching was, the old one. I was too committed. Oh my god! I'd gone too far. The 1977 original movie is the one that he looked at. No, that's not the one I looked at. I guess I guess I looked at a teaser trailer. Then you guys looked at you guys looked at the official did, trailer. Did you at least see the fat ass dragon? I saw the fat ass dragon. Do you agree? I love it. But he's fat though. That's strong. Exactly. Strong. Might be a dragonite or fucking dragonair. Dra- dragonair. Dragon. No. No. Dragonite. Yeah. It's yeah. So dragonite. it's a dragonite. dog also. Apparently. That's just his face, man. Leave him alone. Look, man. It looks like that thing on the Last Guardian. The game? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. That was a weird thing for you to say. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know shit about games. I yeah, just, take I that. I don't know what. Well, <laughs> I want to appreciate it, but then again, I don't because I never saw the original version of it. So seeing this coming out, I'm just, I'm just thinking like, oh, okay. And so this is one I'm actually not that excited for. I just can't see this in theaters because every time I see that fat ass dragon, I'm gonna laugh in the theater. Oh my and I'm God. gonna ruin people's experience. So sorry. I can't see it because Bryce Dallas Howard, and I can't stand her. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, Why? so we're not gonna watch this movie. She just looks like mean. She's just, she just seems mean. To she me. does kind of look. Like or a we bitch. can watch it and then oh, really? it and fuck then... her. Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, well, I guess we're not going to see Pete's dragon. All yeah. that happiness. Alright, whatever. So, moving away from, uh, from Disney and Pete's dragon. Uh, 31, the new Rob Zombie movie. We watched the trailer. What did you guys think? I'm getting a, like a vibe of Saw and Purge and um, Hunger Games. All that into one. And I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about most of Rob Zombie's movies. I, just, I, mean, I don't like him. Didn't he do um, do the Grindhouse movies and then he... No. No? no. Or, or is Grindhouse the name of the... the um, no. no. He's not involved with that. Okay. It's Glenn Tarantino and uh, Rod Rodriguez. Okay, because I... Okay, so then... He did Hot a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, I saw that one. He that did one the was new good. Halloween. I saw that one. That one was so good. So there was a Salem... I didn't watch that one. Devil's I Rejects. saw Devil's Rejects, which I thought was... I think that's why I when I was watching uh, the trailer, I was thinking Devil's Rejects, and I didn't like that one that much, so... I'm gonna go in with this one with an open mind. I, I am definitely gonna watch it. I want to see where it goes because it definitely caught my attention, but it doesn't make me excited to watch it. I'm just not a huge fan of gore these days, but I did like the purge aspect. Like I guess it's like a game they were in, and they have to like stay alive pretty much. Yeah. So I like that aspect, but I just don't like the gore of it. Um, what do you think, Nathaniel? Uh, not really a big fan of... Uh, oh, actually, he did do some of Grindhouse. He didn't direct it, but he was involved with it. Yeah. Up his uh, resume. But, sorry, yeah, Mike. Sorry, I guess you were right, kind of, in that aspect. But yeah, uh, Rob Zombie films, I'm not a big fan of. Just the filter he uses, it's, like, very yellow and, like, very gritty. It looks like piss. Yeah, I don't... I just can't get into it. I feel dirty watching him. But, I mean, a lot of people are fans of Rob Zombie and what he does, so I'm sure this will be, like, right up their alley, whoever is into that. And it just looks very... It looks gory, but also looks kind of like confusing. So I don't know. It's just when I if it comes out, do you guys want to watch it? No. Mike. Um. Hard pass. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> Not a hard pass. I won't watch it in theaters, but I'll definitely red box it. Soft pass. Soft pass. Soft pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's just the that's coming out probably like in October, most likely, just because that's what he does. He makes horror movies for horror times. But yeah, so, and then moving into that, the last trailer that we watched, or at least me and Mike watched, <laughs> Morris from... I watched it. Oh, did you? Okay, so Morris from America, which is the new uh, Craig Robinson Justin movie. didn't watch it. I'm looking at his face right now. <laughs> it was fucking great, guys. I, I loved it. Lion ass. I couldn't find the trailer, so these guys were watching the trailer. I put on the Civil War trailer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just, I wanted, I felt like I needed the trailer who's, to watch. Who's directing it? Is it the same, is it the same team that did Dope? Because that's, no, that's what it looked like when I was watching it. No, Chart Hardington. Hardington. 
What did he do? Nothing really big. He's it's an independent director. Uh, okay, because when I was watching it, I was definitely getting like a uh, a dope feel when I was watching the trailer. But yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I I actually this one I'm actually down to go watch. Like I, I'd probably I'd go watch it in theaters. What yeah, yeah, it looks really good. Uh, Craig Robinson, he's hilarious, and just the way that it's coming off, it's a coming of age story the way they're doing it. So I mean. I like coming-of-age stories because they're pretty funny and fun. And it's about hip-hop, which I'm uh, a big fan of hip-hop, so just seeing this movie looks like it's going to be really good. And it might be a little awkward at first because it's like a romantic movie, but it's like with 12-year-olds. Yeah. That's the weirdest part about it. But, I mean, who hasn't been 12 and in love with a girl that they thought was dope? It's like a kid's bop version of Hustle and Flow. <laughs> Hustle and Flow? Have you seen Hustle and Flow? Not really. Why are you making comparisons? Because I know it's like all like... Like hip hop and stuff, so like. So hip hop means hustle and flow. No, I just, I just the first thing. No, Mike, you need to have hustle and flow to be in hip hop. Nah, you don't need to see hustle and flow. You said Craig Robinson. Yeah. I drank my own pee last night. God damn it! (laughs) It ain't bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it looks really nice, and it's always nice to see Craig Robinson in something that's not, you know, fucking Seth Rogen in (laughs) it. So yeah, it looks very interesting. I feel like they're gonna make a cameo appearance. Most likely, but hopefully they won't. We'll see. Maybe. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's get into the next segment after the trailers. It is uh, Geek News. This just in. Important geek shit is happening right now. Okay. So it's been kind of a weird week because E3 is uh, here and E3 has pretty much been eating everything alive. So a lot of the news this week uh, wasn't very, like, exciting. Uh, Yeah. So let's just get into what we got. So... Wolverine set pics released, and he's wearing a leather jacket, and there's a little girl with him. So people are really confirming that this is gonna be Old Man Logan. Did you see him? Yeah, but did he look old in that picture to you? Older than what he normally does. I guess. I guess he looked his actual age, because isn't that motherfucker like 60 now? Uh, yeah, but you can still kick your ass. Yeah, but even in the last Apocalypse movie, he didn't look as jacked as he usually gets. Do you guys think that he looks big? Uh, he, looks, he always looks big and huge. Ah. But the little girl, though, that was interesting. I guess he's taking care of her. I don't know. I I have no idea where they're going with it, but I am definitely going to watch it because I did like reading the Old Man Logan comics, so I want to read it. Even though I know it's not going to be accurate, I still want to watch it because I know I'm going to enjoy it. Um, but now knowing that it's set in, like, well, I'm not going to say set in stone, but that now that they're pushing more towards the Old Man Logan feel, I'm more and more excited for it. Nate? Uh, yeah. Cool leather jacket. Wolverine. Wolverine in a leather jacket? What? Old Man Logan. <gasps> That's, yeah, all I got from this pretty much. And, uh, I'm sure it'll be okay, hopefully. Put him in a fucking suit, damn it. And it's confirmed to be rated R? Yes. Oh, it's gonna be great. Nah. It's gonna be amazing. He's gonna kill the whole Hulk family, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, That's yeah. what he does. So move away from that and get into some more Marvel talk. Woody Harrelson wants to join a Marvel movie. What? <laughs> I uh, At first I read that, and I'm like, wait, he was Yondu already. I'm like, oh shit, that's not Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ignorant. <laughs> hey, not all white people look alike, man. I mean, he was blue, but... That's real rude to you. <laughs> I don't know, what do you guys do? Who do you think he should play? I don't care, I just want him to get high. <laughs> I don't know. I want him just to be a dude. Oh, uh, I don't know. If there's a hero our villain that plays basketball because white man can't jump i feel like he played that really well <laughs> maybe yondu's brother 
Ron dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good day. <laughs> and then he just, he has the bow because Yondu has the arrow. Oh, that makes so much sense. And they combine and make the actual Yondu from the comics who has like the Mohawk and everything. And oh the bow my arrow. god! This is like a million dollar idea right now. Marvel, get on this. They're the same person. They <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's my that's my pitch. Rondu and Yondu. Hashtag Rondu Yondu. Oh my god! It's gonna well, I feel like it's gonna happen. You know what my favorite hashtag is though. What? Hashtag Donald for Spider Man. And guess what? Donald Glover is gonna be in Spider Man Homecoming. Woo! But not what y'all might think. Or maybe what y'all might think. Do you, would you want an old ass Miles? Yes. Come on. If it was Donald Glover, yes. then yes. But. Yes, um, I think it's unlikely that he's still gonna be Miles. Yeah, he's probably not gonna be. But I feel like, he's in it though. So. I feel like he's gonna be like a cool ass pr- professor at the school or something, or a janitor. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? I'm, I'm <clears throat> oh, oh, excuse me. Um, I'm down. I'm happy. Uh, like Nate said, hashtag Donald for Spider Man. Even though he's not gonna be Miles, I know it's something that's been talked about for a while. I know Nate's a huge Donald Glover fan. I'm not as big, but I am a fan of Donald Glover. So, and I. If you guys uh, seen his stand up, what was it, uh, Weirdo? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, where he actually does like when you see him talk about like superheroes and stuff, it's like the funniest shit ever. So seeing him being in a superhero movie, all I'm hearing him doing is saying like Shaft jokes. <laughs> I feel like this is definitely Sony doing him a solid because they kind of did him dirty before. I think like they talked shit to him the first time he tried to audition. I know there's like a video of um, Don Glover. He wanted to do it, and people were like were commenting on YouTube like, "Oh, you can't do that. Peter Parker's fucking white, and fuck you." And he was like super offended. So I'm glad that Sony's finally doing something right, and they're bringing him on board. I'm sure he didn't have to audition or anything. They kind of just probably called him up. Yeah, I thought. I really thought he was going to be in the first Amazing Spider-Man movie with Andrew Garfield. I think I heard something about it, that he was or something. Or he was going to be... Oh, no, I heard that the director had put in some sort of Easter egg with him in it. But I didn't think... I didn't see it. I thought it was going to be, like, a picture of him hanging up in his in his room. Like, you know, I listen to Childish Gambino. But at the end, I thought that he was going to show up. Because, you know, at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 1, he, like, graffitis a big old spider. Mm-hmm. Like, the spider uh-huh. symbol. I would, oh, I'd be so sick if Donald walked up and was like, oh, that's a cool symbol, and, like, walked away. One thing I had for Miles that I wanted to happen was, and I think it was Spider-Man 1, Amazing Spider-Man 1 or 2, where he saves the little boy from the bullies, and he also saves him from the rhino at the end. I'm like, they could have made that Miles. Like, have Miles be the one saved. Oh, yeah. That would have been a cool little touch. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you think he could play, or what is he going to play? A teacher. Yeah. Cool-ass professor. Or... <gasps> Uncle Ben. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh. Yeah. So you find out Peter's been adopted this whole time. That's why Aunt May's so hot and Donald is the uncle. Or he could be like the new dude after Uncle Ben died. <laughs> oh my god. I'm your new uncle. What's up? And he just hates him. I don't like him. He don't fit in here at all. Yeah, my uncle. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Robbie. Robbie, uh, what's his name? At the Bugle. Robbie. Robbie oh, Robinson. The other guy is always like, Jonah, we gotta yeah, kid. Yeah. <laughs> he can be like more hip, like more into like, instead of saying, oh, newspaper's dead, let's go more like online or stuff like that. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna give him a big role. I think, yeah, like you just said, it's just like a solid and fan service. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anybody. He should just play Electro again. <laughs> take Jimmy Fox's <laughs> like, What do you mean place. again? What? No, like, take Jimmy Fox's place. <laughs> It'd be Electro. That'd be dope. That's really racist, Nate. That's not racist. All black people are Electro. All white people are Woody Harrelson. All right, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right. Nice. Well played. Well, speaking of white people, uh, Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're killing it with the transitions. 
wants to play oh Ghost God. Rider. So Daryl Dixon wants to play Ghost Rider. You know what? I don't get why people like him because all I see when I see him, I see Scud from Blade Two. <laughs> Do you guys remember that shit? Yeah. That's all I see. I don't see him as a badass at all. I don't know, but I guess he looks the part for Ghost Rider. He does. Well, Ghost Rider just looks like a fucking like just piece of shit. Hillbilly, like that's what he looks like. <laughs> that's what Norman Reedus looks like. But he, I mean, he's a badass in uh, Walking Dead. I don't know. I don't watch the show, but everybody loves him. And yeah. also Boondock Saints. Yes, yes, that's where. I, that's actually where I knew him from. Before it was weird because I watched Blade Two and I saw him there, but I didn't really recognize him or pay attention until I saw Boondock Saints and then watching Blade Two again. I was like, oh shit, it's that guy. But um. I could see him playing Ghost Rider. I think he'd be pretty cool. Yeah, he'd be nice at it. I've, like I said, he's just pretty much a white guy. It's just not me. Yeah, he's so all you need. Well, I mean, he's already a badass. I'm already, I, like I said, I'm a fan of him, so I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll, I support it. I don't see why not. What do you think that a, a Ghost Rider movie would be, like, have a place in the Marvel Universe at all? A uh, TV show. Oh, probably. but if they did, actually, a Netflix series would be cool. Yeah. Everything's always Netflix series. Nothing <laughs> 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 ever wants to be mainstream. But I mean, I feel like, would he be a step up from Nicolas Cage, or would he not? Yeah, Nicolas Cage was so good, though. Nah. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's anybody's impression. So yeah. Just, just like um, Owen Wilson. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> he, Owen Wilson as Ghost Rider? Oh, my God. What does he say when he makes him look into uh, his... Flame on. No, when he makes him look into <laughs> No, and he makes him look into his eyes. Look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Flame on. Oh, wow. Look into my eyes. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> the penance stare. That's what it's called. There it oh, goes. Oh, wow. My penance stare. Wow. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Owen Wilson for Ghost Rider. Oh, oh my yes. God. Woody Harrelson for Ghost Rider. I feel like he'd, be some, like he'd do something stupid, too, where he would... Instead of like riding a motorcycle or something, he's like, no, he go. I need to do something different. I gotta be moped. out there. I want to ride a moped <laughs> or a bicycle, a unicycle, something. But uh, that'd be cool if they do the car, like the b- comic. No, yeah, that has to be a cholo. Oh, then. Has to be a uh, yeah, Mexican dude, probably Reyes. Oh well, whatever. And that'd Michael be great. Pena. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god, oh, yeah. badass Ghost Rider. <laughs> no, and then finds out that his friend has been Ghost Rider this whole time. <laughs> How'd you get your powers? Okay, listen, so right? I found my friend. <laughs> Perfect. We're not talking about anything that is right right now. We're just doing our own casting. Let's, let's move on. So speaking of casting, the oh voice cast for the new Hey Arnold Jungle movie has been announced. Really? Woo! So yeah, I saw this, and it's pretty much like everyone that was playing the kids, get them out of here because they're already old. Yeah. Um, but actually what was really nice is the fact that when the show was going on, the voice cast was actually kids and they were kind of like teenagers by the time the show ended. So right now they're, they're actually bringing a lot of the older characters back, um, like the butcher and everyone, like it's it's the same voice cast, but for the kids, just for voice sakes, they're casting like newer people. But, um, I think some of the older people, like people that voiced Helga and stuff, like in Arnold, they're gonna come back, but they're vo- voicing, like, different characters. But they're oh. still, like, involved with it. Big Bob's coming back. Oh, yeah, he's so good. Maurice, <laughs> that he was talking about, Nolan North was talking about him. Mo. Was he? Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm on the plane, Maurice the March. Yeah, he's always playing that, and yeah. So, I don't even know what the heck this is even gonna be, like, about, but Jungle, Hey Arnold, do you well, think it's gonna be, like, an origin story? Well, no, the, the way Hey Arnold ended was, Hey Arnold found the map to his parents in the jungle. Oh! So that was the planned movie that was supposed to happen, where they go and they look for his parents, and 
they're probably fucking dead but (laughs) (laughs) that'll be sad but yeah that's i guess that's the premise of it unless they go a completely different direction and they they make it like the concrete jungle and make it new york or something no one really knows but i'm just glad it's coming back more 90s stuff yeah that's pretty dope what, it's coming out 2017 I yeah. thought I didn't know they were making a movie I knew they were making something I thought it was gonna be another series or something but I didn't know it was a movie I think a series is too much right now cause like people maybe if the movie does really well they'll probably bring back the series for like a limited run on Teen Nick or something like that I'm just happy to see anything Hey Arnold really is it gonna be in theaters or is it gonna be like just TV I don't know I think it's gonna be just a, a big TV movie oh well I mean either way it sounds exciting and Hey Arnold is amazing so seeing this movie would definitely bring closure to the series and hopefully he finds like his parents but probably most likely, not oh, yeah. Well, yeah, most likely there's I was, gonna, I was gonna say would you want him to find his parents and have that closure or would you still want to keep it a mystery no i don't want it to be a mystery that would be like a big middle finger to everybody either well, say they're dead or say they're there well they showed it oh in the, in the tv show remember they showed like the origins of Arnold. yeah they showed it like they just didn't they don't we don't know if they're alive or dead yeah. didn't they get like sick or something didn't like, no, they had to go off for one final mission to save the green people or the green-eyed people, and then their plane got lost. And that's at the very end. Like that's um, Grandpa was reading the journal of his dad, uh, and that's when the journal ended because that's when they left. So at the very end, like Arnold's going through the journal and he finds a secret compartment and he finds a map to where they were going. And that's the end of the series. Like he goes and like Grandpa, Grandpa, I found a map. So that's pretty much how it ended. Oh, uh, that's so sad. How sad would it be if they just say, "Yeah, we didn't want you." No, they don't. They wouldn't do that. They loved him. His little just football head. So right now, just like, no, come on, no, man, guys. <laughs> come on. That was no. a big elaborate plan to get rid of Arnold because they wanted to just continue living their lives. Out I could see you doing some shit like young, that to your kid. Young explorers <laughs> and just being able to pork each other every night without worrying about their kids Jesus. coming in. Oh, his mom was hot, though. See? See? His dad was hot, too. Who loved his kid. All right, yeah, so uh, there's no awesome. Oh, actually, Jungles. Jurassic. Jurassic Park 4. Oh, my God. stretching. Has some concept art revealed, and it revealed something awesome. A human-raptor hybrid with a metal cannon for an arm. (laughs) I saw this. (laughs) It looks exactly the way way you think it looks. It looks fucking amazing. (laughs) But the thing is, like, the arm is, like, a little nub. (laughs) It shoots shit. It's just a little kid. A little super soaker. Oh... I don't know, that would have gave me nightmares, but I, I think that would have been way more interesting than Jurassic World. <laughs> a fucking hybrid of hybrid. That's of, how uh, you do a hybrid, not just fucking, what the hell is it? Indominus Rex, you gotta give a raptor with a human cannon arm. That is. You can tell that they gave up at that point, like, <laughs> mix it with the human. <laughs> but the, that's like, with the arm, a metal cannon arm, like Mega Man. That's amazing. Jesus. That sounds like something you'd fight in, like, Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a great video game. (laughs) They just call it Raptor Human Hybrids with metal cannons for arms. (laughs) Fucking monkey baby. Part two. (laughs) Oh god, Mike. What do you think? Does you think that'd be a better villain than the Indominus Rex? I don't care. Oh damn! I don't care. I thought he was gonna give us his. I like it. Yeah. No, I actually. I don't like it. I don't like it. Wow. I don't. I really don't. Like like Justin said, they just. They fucking gave up. They ran out of ideas. <laughs> I, I imagine them having like body parts, and they cut them out into like little places, and they put them in a hat, 
and whatever they pulled out was what they'd mix. They pulled out, like, a metal arm, they pulled out a human, and they pulled out raptor, and they were like, all right, well, this is what we're gonna get. The raptor with Bucky's fucking metal arm. Oh, oh he'd be unstoppable. <laughs> with the ra- the fucking battering ram. <laughs> Boom! You guys ever see that? I think it was a South Park episode, or I think it was a Simpsons episode. I, I think it was a South Park Probably episode. because they both make everything. Yeah, they, I can't remember which one it was. It was a crossover episode, though. And, um, or it might have been a family guy. Anyway, point is, they go to the news station and then, or to the TV studios, and they're trying to, like, figure out, like, how to, like, TV shows and how, like, how to get their ideas and shit. And all you see are, like, these fat ass fucking, uh, whales. Whales. And they're, like, getting, they're getting, they get a ball with a word on it, and then they get three balls, and, like, whatever the word's spelled. Uh, uh, it, it was South Park making fun of everybody. That's South what Park it was. was making fun of uh, Family Guy and making fun of Simpsons. That was fucking great. Yeah, you so you remember that episode? Yeah. yeah that's... They would just pick balls, and whatever balls they pick out, that would be the Family Guy joke. Because Family Guy's jokes are just all random words put together. Yeah, and that's what, that's when you guys said that, that's what the hybrid looked like. I, I picture that right in my head. Dope tangent. That is pretty great. Uh, that's not as great as a human raptor hybrid with a metal cannon for an arm, but that's still pretty great. Alright, so there's no there's no segue there. There's no segue there, so I'm just gonna... <laughs> You're out of them, bitch. Well, uh, cannon Wait. for arms. Arms. Ajax from Deadpool had arms. No. So Ajax <laughs> wants to see Taskmaster in the new Deadpool movie. I really thought you were gonna go arms, Jax, Jax has arms, Jax has Ajax in... Or Ajax that's has a way Jax better segue, Mike. <laughs> How about Fuck this? Nate. Taskmaster has a lot of arms, like guns. So you know, he's a man at arms. Arm, he's a man at arms. Taskmaster is a man at arms. I like. Anyway, so yeah, Taskmaster. We uh, should do the segues from now on. Yeah. It's trash. Y'all, suck How about it? Anyway, so yeah, let yeah. So what do you guys think about seeing Taskmaster in Deadpool two? That'd be cool. Meh. I don't get Taskmaster. What is he? so he's like really good at. He has photo, photo, no, photo, photo, uh, genetic memory. So he looks at you and he memorizes what you can do and, like, re- can reciprocate it and redo it. So, like, he watches, like, someone flip and he can automatically do it. Just by looking at them? Yeah, yeah. and then he watches you fight and he learns your fighting style. So what if I have, like, a really big dick in front of him? Will he, like, grow his dick? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, his power is probably one of the best powers in the Marvel Universe. I have a really small dick, though, so he gets a small dick. He wouldn't want to. He'd be like, no, no thanks. <laughs> I'm good at that. That's one task I don't want to master. Thank you. <laughs> I know everyone is going to bring out like their whole Deadpool kills Marvel Universe thing because that happened. The, that fight happened in the comic book. And it's really cool because I want to be able to see Taskmaster try to predict Deadpool's fighting style because he doesn't have a predictable fight style because sometimes Deadpool surprises himself on what he does because of how unpredictable he is. So that would be really, really cool to try to see either him, Taskmaster, just lose his shit and be unpredictable as well, or find a way around it. Either way, I think it'd be a dope fight. The uh, fucking knockoff in, in Young Justice. Oh, Sportsmaster. Sportsmaster. <laughs> he's really good at sports. <laughs> that's what, that's what I think of when I think of Taskmaster. Like, he's really good at completing objectives. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Because I remember the first time I saw him was in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and I was like, Taskmaster? So he just can have any task and master it? Like, there's my to-do list. Can you go do it, really? And he just masters like, it. Like, grocery shopping? Yeah. <laughs> just amazing at it? He's really good at tasks, so that's it. Like, wow, you saved me how much money? Oh, wow. You did oh, coupons? Oh, oh my God. Taskmaster. I, I guess anybody could be him, really. He's just always in a fucking mask. Yeah, well... That's pretty much you. You hear it through the mask? Wow. Oh, wow. He's fighting Deadpool. Oh, wow, you're so unpredictable. Wow. <laughs> People are like, what are these? Why are these guys obsessed with Owen Wilson? What is Owen Wilson? <laughs> and Mike's like, who's Owen Wilson? <laughs> because he's not Bill Skarsgård, so he doesn't know who it is. Like, no, I don't know actually, actually, the only way I know um, 
I know Owen Wilson is because I he's the I always memorize him as the blonde guy in every Vince Vaughn movie. That's pretty much true. Yeah. And his brother Luke Wilson is the not blonde guy in every Vince Vaughn movie. I forget he has a brother. Yeah, I forget. I thought this was your next segue. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Where's he going? Actually, I forget he has a brother. What was it? Uh, he's more handsome. It, was it in uh, Idiocracy? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only movie I think I remember him in. Old school too. Old school and the old school. Speaking of old school. Uh, you know who taught you back in the school in the olden days? Nuns. Speaking of nuns, The Nun is a spinoff coming out of The Conjuring 2. I know we talked about this earlier how I said we'd come back to uh, it. So The Nun has been confirmed as the next spinoff for The Conjuring 2. Sad day. Why is that sad day? Because Anna, well, the Annabelle from Conjuring 1 was horrible. And I was predicting it was going to be the creepy man, or what's his name? Oh, the crooked, crooked man. man. The crooked man. I thought that was going to be the next spinoff. Nah. Well, actually, I thought that... That Crooked Man sequence was like James Wan's. Is that that thing? James Wan's. James Wan's. James Wan's. Yeah. James Wan's um, like audition to do a Slenderman movie. Oh. That would be dope. Yeah, I, that's what I thought he was trying to show off. This completely threw me off guard. I didn't even think the nun would get her own movie. She was fucking creepy. She's, She's the creepiest part of this movie. Yeah, she was creepy. And you know when they were, I, I was kind of thinking about it because the the way that they introduced her was kind of awkward and kind of forced. Because the whole time when I was seeing, her, I was like, why is she so important? Cause she oh, never... spoilers, by the way, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen The Conjuring 2 yet. Oh, yeah. You want to, might want to skip the next... We'll tell you when. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you when. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you just hear us go, bah. That means that we've stopped talking. So if you're just keeping you here, bah, then you know we've stopped. Yeah. Um, or if you just hear the next intro to our next segment. Um, let's see. What was I saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way that they introduced the nun, it just seemed kind of forced and it just kind of awkward the way she was there. So I was thinking either they're going to touch up on it in the movie and why she's there or they're going to give a spinoff. But like Justin said, I don't know how I feel about a spinoff because when we were watching the movie and after we left, we forgot that the movie was about the Conjuring. We thought it was about, uh, what was it, Inception for a little bit until they showed Annabelle. Inception? Or not Inception, (laughs) uh, Insidious, that one. Insidious. All of James Wan's movies kind of mixed together. You got Insidious and Conjuring and Annabelle. And it kind of taints itself a little bit because James Wan, he didn't direct Annabelle. He's probably not going to direct the Nun movie, I guess. That's what they're going to call it. I don't know. So it's going to taint The Conjuring for sure. I think he is. I was reading the article. And so the writers are already writing on the script. And I think James Wan is directing it. Uh, if he does, then I'm it. all on board. But if he's not, then fuck it. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for it, though. I mean, I like they- I said... The number was the scariest part of the movie for me. I hope they do another VR trailer for it, because that was pretty dope. No, I want a movie for Mr. Nasty Time. Mr. Nasty Time. Mr. Nasty Time. I'm here, Logan. I died here 75 years ago. <laughs> There's an old man in the movie. We call him Mr. Nasty Time, for <laughs> obvious reasons. Because <laughs> every time he's about to do some spoopy shit to the guys, he becomes Mr. Nasty Time, and he just closes doors and locks them. <laughs> He, people were so bad at us in the theater. Every time he was on screen, me and Nate were like, "It's the nasty time." <laughs> so bad. I can't go to theaters anymore. <laughs> it makes it less scary. That's, I think that's why I got scared more the second time. Because I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't making jokes. And I was just focused on the movie. Damn. But uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So we're done with that. That was your guys' signal to know that we're done with the spoilers for uh, the Conjuring. Oh, shit, I should have timed it. Whatever. It wasn't that long. And you said that they could stop on the next intro. We don't have an intro for the next segment, <laughs> which is comics. So, yeah, this is the comics section. Hello, guys. Why don't you turn the lights down real low, listen to my voice, and let's hear us talk about some comics. So I don't read those. Uh, what, uh, comics. You're the comic guy. What happened this week? All right. So, some more Rebirths dropped uh, a lot of the number ones. So, now, 
the one sh- well most of the one shots are done but uh batman and superman green lantern and green arrow their number ones dropped again but it's like their first sure number one and not the rebirth um one shots and the Batman one was actually pretty interesting because yeah, actually pretty interesting is Batman. Come on. Well, I, I mean, yeah, Batman's always interesting, but like the way that it ended. Okay, so in New Fifty Two, you know how Batman thought he was the only one, then he found out who the Court of Owls were, and then he tried to keep them in check. Well, there's this new dynamic duo called Gotham and Gotham Girl who are saying, "No, this is our city. We're here to keep you in check now." So it's really weird. Well, they didn't really say that, but like the way that they introduced themselves and the way they brought them in was like, you know, this is our city. This isn't yours. We're we're running shit now. So I really I really want to see how Batman is going to be going about that, which I thought was pretty cool. And then in the Green Lantern um, comic, shit's popping off already. Atrocitus pretty much took a part of Earth and brought it into his world, and now shit's going crazy because people are getting just taken over by rage and. You just see like the Red Lantern logo just pop up on their chest, their eyes turn red. They don't even need a ring and they're just fucking losing it. And Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz are the only ones who are fighting them right now because all the other Green Lanterns are on a distant galaxy doing some Green Lantern shit. But and the only people that they really have to lean on is the Justice League. But like I said, they're somewhere completely somewhere else nowhere near earth so the justice league is going to take a while to get their asses there so i want to see where this is going that's how that ended which i thought was really cool um green arrow and black canary they're showing that you know in new 52 they forgot who they were and they didn't realize that they were together so in this one you're actually seeing them being back together and being a couple and being a dynamic duo which i thought was pretty rad uh the only one comic that i well I didn't read Superman because fuck Superman, but the other one that I didn't read yet that I wanted to read was Titans, and it looks pretty cool because it looks like it's not Teen Titans, it's the, it's, well, it's the Teen Titans, but it's them grown up, so they're just called Titans, which looks really, really rad, so you see Nightwing, you see the Red Arrow or Arsenal, um, you see, oh, yeah, you see her, you see Kid Flash, but who isn't Kid Flash, but still is Kid Flash, and then there is another one. Raven? No, not Raven. Whatever. Anyways, but yeah, I can't remember her name. But yeah, so that, uh, I haven't got a chance to read it. I read like two pages of it, and then I got caught up with other stuff, so I didn't get a chance to finish it. But that looks really rad. So that's with the DC side. Uh, Marvel dropped off some more number, dropped off some more comics uh, connecting to their Civil War. No one's really talking about it, which is really weird because a new Inhuman's getting brought in. Uh, it's pretty much wrecking shit. Everyone's seeing it wrecking shit. Some people want to try to tame it. Some people want to kill it. And the way that it's going, it doesn't seem hype at all because they're just too busy just bickering at each other while there's a fucking giant alien destroying shit. So not the whole thing. I don't know. I'm kind of over of it now. I thought it was gonna be cool, <laughs> but it's not. It's not. It's really not. I I wouldn't recommend it, but a lot of Marvel people like it. So I don't know if you're really super into Marvel. Go ahead and read it. You'll enjoy it. But if you're not really into Marvel and you stick to certain titles, stick to your certain titles. Don't get all the tie-ins. You're just going to be very sad. Saddened. Saddened. But uh, that's my two cents for this week, and that's what came out that was important. Oh, also, if you're reading I Hate Fairyland, uh, they're starting to pull it back out. Image is done doing their little breaks that they do. And now Scotty Young is pumping out more I Hate Fairylands or Fuck Fairylands if you like those titles or those covers instead. So definitely pick those up because those are worth reading. 
in Wonder Woman, 75th year anniversary, I think, recently just happened. The Mar- well, the official marks the beginning of it, so 75 years of Wonder Woman. So for all you Wonder Woman fans out there, Woo! I think uh, DC has some merchandise up for that to ce- celebrate that. So yeah, gear your uh, Wonder Woman merchandise while you still can. See. All right, so next segment. Next segment. All right, so let them fight. Alright, so Mike's gonna be the judge this week, and we are finally gonna fight you guys. Sorry you waited so long. So it's gonna be me versus Justin, and Justin is not gonna win, but uh, Mike is gonna host. So, Mike, you are the judge. You have a question. Let's get it going. Alright, I am going to be the judge, the jury, and the executioner. And the question for today, the, the theme of the fight is. What was the best 90s cartoon? Inspired by the Hey Arnold News. So who do you want to start? Um, Let's go with Chubbs because he already mentioned what he was going to say earlier. So I want to hear his argument. Okay, so um, in honor of Hey Arnold, that's definitely the one that I am picking uh, from the uh, 90s. Uh. Hey Arnold. And I'm going to start my argument off by you saying, if you could play the tape back, Hey Arnold was amazing. Word for word Doesn't from Nate's best. mouth. It's just amazing. balls is what he said. He's, Nate said fucking great. <laughs> but yeah, this is just a cartoon where, like, cartoons these days, like, you have you had to have a gimmick where this kid needs a superpower, this kid needs this or that. Like, they need a shtick to do. And this is a story, uh, like, this is a show of just kids just like us and kids living in the city and just going through shenanigans of everyday life. There's no superpowers involved. And you pretty much know all the characters. You know Mr. Kakashka, Miss Mr. Green. It introduces you to um, mythologies like the jo- um, uh, what's it called the Pigeon Man. People like the Jolly Ollie Man. How he's an asshole. The fucking ghost on the train. And it's just you remember all this stuff, and it's like too much at the times where you kind of forget out everything that you know. And it makes like it just created its own world. It was amazing. And I'm gonna stop, Nate. I don't even know what yours was. So what is it? You are so stupid. I am. I knew it. (laughs) Dexter's Laboratory, the best '90s cartoon, and uh, yeah, we just said best '90s cartoon. We didn't specify Nicktoons or any of that. But I was always more of a uh, Cartoon Network fan growing up, just because they didn't have really as many barriers and limits as Nickelodeon had. And yeah, I did say that Hey Arnold was amazing because how could you not think it was amazing? But Dexter's Lab was equally amazing because it did pretty much just what you said, but also mixed in its own cultures and it brought in from like Japanese culture with some of the episodes like where Dexter goes and becomes a foreign exchange student and they have like a superhero element with like the fucking the super friend segments that they have in there with like Val Halen and uh, fucking one guy, Major Glory. And they also have uh, his own other one, his monkey, his pet monkey has a super monkey he fucking becomes a superhero, and he doesn't speak anything, but he has a hot, like, fucking, what's her name? Uh, Maria Hill from To The Shield. That's who she has as a sidekick. So it brings in all these elements within the same cartoon. So Dexter's Lab is its own thing, but also has these, like, branching other smaller cartoons that came from Dexter's Lab, which is equally as great, and it all came together to make one great show. Alright, so I was talking about gimmicks earlier. Your show is the ultimate gimmick. It shows the Japanese anime robots fighting against that other motherfucker with the big head. The super monkey where he has superpowers. Nothing that you could relate to. Tell me one kid that has a laboratory underneath or in a secret compartment in the room. Let's talk about Hey Arnold where he has probably one of the coolest rooms ever. Tell me that you didn't want his room. What would you rather have, the lab or Arnold's room? Be honest. The lab. No. 
you want Arnold's room. Everybody wanted it. And again, everything that Arnold does is something that um, you can relate to. You don't need any gimmicks. And it's just all about kids hanging out, playing stickball, calling out for cars. And I can't, I can't even remember any characters in your show besides Dee Dee and Dexter and the motherfucker with the uh, big head. That's all you need. And Major Glory, like I said, and Val Hallen, and Ragwell Crunk, and the fucking monkey. Those are all very memorable characters. And yours, talking about gimmicks, yours is the biggest gimmick. Being a kid. That's so easy to do a show about. Being a kid. That's but what's also, really great because... Really how, great. You can make it... You, it was great because it's just about being a kid and it was so interesting and that's why everyone loved it. It didn't need that gimmick. And the wor- part where you fucked up is you picked a Cartoon Network cartoon. I could think of like five other Nicktoons that were better than that show that you picked. Go ahead, do it right now. Um, Cat Dog. Wild... <laughs> I was about to name five. That's why you stopped, yeah. bitch. Anyways, and you were saying that relatable for Hey Arnold. I think that's only more relatable is if you live in New York and you live in like a boarding house and you go to a PS, a public school, 118. And who relates to living in a boarding house with all these crazy ass neighbors? Really nobody. And what, like you said, Dexter's not relatable. Yes, it is. He has an older sister who's annoying, who's always bothering him. You can relate to that. He has parents who do the most for him. You can relate to that when your parents help you out as much as they can. And, you know, watching these TV shows and being inspired by everyone around you, like Japanese culture and anime. I was inspired by that when I was younger, watching cartoons and stuff. That was cool. And wanting just to be smart, but also wanting to be cool, but getting bullied at school because you're so smart sometimes. That's relatable to me. My show has all that times 100. It has way more stuff that you can relate to. And, like, you think about your regular life and you think, oh, it's kind of boring. But then you think of, hey, Arnold, he goes through the same kind of stuff. But the way the way he goes through it, it makes it interesting. And they even have, like, more adult jokes in there. I recently bought the um, actual collection of all the series. And, like, you go back and watch it as an adult and it still holds up because there's jokes in there that you couldn't pick up when you were a kid. But when you hear it as an adult, like, oh, oh, shit, that's, like, sex oh that's kind of cool like you see oh this character might have been gay or stuff like that and that's just stuff that goes right over your head when you're a kid i'm sure that you haven't even seen dexter's dexter's laboratory in like years you probably don't even know if it holds up yet it does hold up i have seen it recently also they had that amazing movie dexter's lost in time where he meets different timelines of him which was super great Arnold had one kind of okay movie where he finds his parents. That's an origin story. Whatever. Nobody wants to see that. Every what kid... about Mr. Wynn finding his daughter? The feels. This show gave you feels. Tell me one time Dexter gave you feels. Uh, When his parents, you know, ignored him. That's definitely feeling. But you're yeah, making shit up. That wasn't about feeling, though. It's about being cool. When you are when you watch Dexter's Lab, you're going to want... Kids are going to rather watch Dexter's Lab because of it's so flashy and cool as opposed to Arnold, which is more enjoyable, I feel, as you get older because you can understand it more as a kid it's like cool because it's on but also you know that's about it but when you watch dexter's lab you watch it and you're entertained by it that's what it is so it's basically entertainment versus just you know storytelling the oh god no that's just pretty much that's what i said i can't feel like you only enjoy storytelling good storytelling when you're older Okay, pretty much every Dexter's Lab um, story revolves around Dexter. And for um, Hey Arnold, you have so many characters where each, pretty much every character had like one or two episodes where it was just about Eugene or Helga or Harold. They all had their own stories and like you knew the character characteristics of all of them and it gave you the funny stuff and it also gave you, like I said, the feels. This, mo- this TV show gave me feels before I even knew I had feels. They have different storylines in Dexter's Lab, too. They have one episode showing what the mom does for the family and how, how much work she really does. They have the origin story of how Mandark falls in love with Dee Dee. They have Dexter's fucking origin story, how he becomes so smart. He's basically only three, and he's a genius already. And also, they have so many more quotables in Hey Arnold. I'ma let do formage. 
definitely quotable. Also, fucking DJ, get take, out of my laboratory. Take the money. Take the money. <laughs> you know he so, died, Oscar. That's sad. Why oh, you bring that up? That's sad. Yeah. But yeah, that's just... More my, feels! My thing is that I just feel like you can only enjoy Hey Arnold older now as opposed to when you were a kid. I feel like I enjoyed Dexter's Lab a lot more as a kid. I know I enjoyed Hey Arnold as a kid because I watched it as a kid and I went back and spent $20 to pick it up again and watch it as an adult would and enjoyed it Dexter's even more. I would definitely not. I did not like Cartoon Network at all. Oh, that's probably why I don't like it as much. Alrighty, guys. So I'm going to have to cut it there. You guys gave very, very, very valid and great arguments. You guys went back and forth. knew exactly what you're saying. You guys definitely brought heat. This is this is gonna be a tough one because there were times where Justin won me over and there were times where Nate won me over. Um, it was it's weird because none of those shows were actually none of my favorites, so I thought it'd be easy to determine like what had who had the better argument. But it's it was really hard because you guys counted each other so perfectly. Let's see. <laughs> this makes for great podcast. Like, I know, I know, I know. I, I, he's really thinking about I'm it. I'm really thinking about it. It's that's that's how. That's how good this argument was, but let's see. The facts that were given and everything that was said and the fact that one had more to back up than they did now, I'm going to have to give it to Justin. Boo! Boo. Nate was been talking so much shit saying that I was afraid of him all these times. No, you were lying. Mike even backed me up last week. Mike always backed me up. This is your karma. They're family. They're in cahoots. This is your karma. Talking too much shit. Alright, so I'm 6 and 1. Whatever. You still got 1 on your record. That doesn't sound as good, does You're it? what? Ooh, 6 and 0. I'm, I think I'm now I'm, I'm 4. No, I'm... You're 3 and like 3 and five. 4, I think. 3 and 4. I'm like, mm. like 1 and 10. Whatever. <laughs> it's anyway, okay, what was your favorite show then, Mike? Just... Uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, shit, that's a good one. Damn. That, was, yeah. that weirded me out, too. Uh, Justin that didn't was... like any cartoon. They were stupid. That was you are so stupid. I'm sure people will agree with me, and some people will agree with you. But they're both really good shows, and they're both my, two of my favorites. I thought it was hard to argue against Harry Arnold, and yeah, those are just my favorites. But yeah, if you guys are listening, comment on our things. What was your favorite 90s show? We'll love to hear that. Or, you know, leave us a review huh, on iTunes and tell us what your favorite, uh, you know, fucking 90s kids show was. Right now, there's only reviews from guys named, like, some Nate guy and, like, some other guy named Chubbs. Not yeah, us. Not us. If I had wrote a review, review, I would not use my own name if I did write a review. I definitely didn't write a review. Neither did I. I mean... If, like, I, I would if I could. I don't even know how. How would you, how would one vote for them to write a review? How do you go on iTunes? What is iTunes? Anyway, so, yeah, that was our show, everybody. We hope you liked it. And, uh, as always, we're going to shout some people out. Uh, first and foremost, us, of course, uh, at Boys With Their Toys. <laughs> <laughs> at Boys With Their Toys on Instagram. You can see us post our toy photography. Also, we'll give you updates when we are uploading. Also, we show you the feature photographer's work, and you want to see that, of course. And also, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, you can always like us and resound us. That's great. And if you're on iTunes, uh, subscribe to us if you haven't. That'd be great. And also, like we said, rate and review us. We love those too because we want to see our uh, names, you know, climb up on those charts to see. Our goal is 150 on the Games and Hobbies uh, tab right now, for me at least. So if we can get to 150, I'll feel cool about that. Or heck, even getting enough reviews to show a rating because I guess we don't have a rating until we get enough reviews on <laughs> iTunes. So if you guys, you know, are listening, review us. That'd be nice. 
But yeah, that's a shout out for us. But uh, our personal shout outs, we're gonna want to shout out, of course, we mentioned him earlier at Cheney180 on Instagram. That's at C H E Y N E E 180 on Instagram. He is the host of the Toy Migos podcast, They're Not Dolls. They are also on iTunes. So if you look up They're Not Dolls, you'll find them. They talk about everything in toy news. And we get a lot of our information from them because they're uh, a lot more knowledgeable, if you can't tell, on at least toys. They go way more into depth on toy releases. They're great. Also on Instagram, at Toymigos. That's their personal page. And also, shout out to the at Raw Live Unedited. And they are the podcasting network that uh, hosts the Loading Screen Podcast, which we also do. So if you want to hear us talk about games and gaming news, Mike hosts that. It's going to be on the Raw Live and Unedited iTunes and also on SoundCloud. Like we said, it's a whole hour of us talking about games and everything. You can hear us ramble on over there. It's a big week. Yeah, so be sure. Yeah, we'll talk about E3 this week. So if you're listening to this now, you're going to be listening to this on probably a Sunday or a Monday. You can go over to Raw Live Unedited and find the loading screen. You can hear us talk about E3 and all the releases that came out because they had some fucking some amazing releases. You want to want to listen to that. So that's all the shout-outs. Oh, and of course, if you want to follow me personally on Instagram, see my toy photography, my regular photography, my life, at Nate the Human. And to my right is... Just Chubbs on Instagram. You can see... I don't even post photography anymore, guys. <laughs> I'm just... I'm, honestly, I'm getting more into just customizing. I've been painting shit in my spare time. So yeah, you can see all my customs. I'm still going to do photography. I'm just joking. But at Just Chubbs on Instagram, passing it to Mr. Mike. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at KidPool6969. If you want to see all the nothing that I do. <laughs> wow. Mike was actually going to post this week. He's like, I was thinking about posting this week. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah, it's a big week for you. I was going to do it, but I missed the timing because like, I wanted to do it like around like one between one and two. And then when I remember to do it, it was already like at eight at night. And I was like, oh, shit, everyone's probably not even looking at their Instagram. Right it's been now. months, though, Mike. I know. <laughs> the people are waiting. They want it. No, no, no. I'm actually going to attempt my first outdoor shot tomorrow, so we'll see how it goes. <gasps> he's going to burn his ass off. <laughs> he's not going to be in the podcast next week because he fucking... He's Sunburned myself. <laughs> all right. Anyways, yeah, we hope you guys liked our show, enjoyed it, all that fun stuff. And as always, goodbye. Bye. Nate, I'm going to fuck you like a pig. Oink, oink.